This is K-Pop Sunday brought to you by your K-Pop Sundays before you have to go back to work on Monday. We are your hosts, Oldar, Min, and JR. Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of the K-Pop Sunday Podcast, also known as Episode 47 for those of you counting. Today, we are going to be discussing the tiniest giants in K-Pop, Tiny G. We're going to talk about who they were, what they did, and how the members have been doing since disbandment. Without further ado, JR, why won't you take it away? Tiny G was a girl group that debuted in 2012 from G&G Production Company Limited. GMG production has been around since November 2005. Although it's primarily known for its actors and drama production, it was also involved in music long before Tiny G. Artists who were under the label include solo artists Beige, Lee Seung Hyun, who is better known for later debuting as EU in Focus and Lumen in Empire, and vocal legend in Suni. At debut, there were four members, Jamin, Mint, Dohee, and Myungji. Jamin was the leader and main vocalist. At debut, she was 17 years old and 155 centimeters tall, which is about 5 foot 1. When she was a kid, she had a talent for folk singing. However, she liked pop songs better and decided to debut as an idol. Mint was the main dancer and lead rapper of the group. At debut, she was 18 years old and 150 centimeters tall, which is about 4 foot 11, which made her the shortest member. She was the only non-Korean member as she was from Thailand. Mint started dancing when she was 7 and started professionally dancing at 11. She originally auditioned for JYP Entertainment in Thailand and won first place. She also entered many competitions pre-debut, including a show similar to Superstar K where she won second place. Dohi was the lead vocalist of the group. At debut, she was 17 years old and 155 centimeters tall, which is about 4 foot 11, but still a little taller than Mint. Unlike the rest of the members, she didn't have a background in entertainment or music. And finally, Myungji was the main rapper, lead dancer, and maknae. At debut, she was 14 years old and was 159 centimeters tall, which is about 5 foot 3, and makes her the tallest member. She was a child actor in CFs and worked with Jung Il-woo in the 2009 drama The Return of Il-jime. Together, these girls had an average height of about 153 centimeters, which is about 5 feet. They were called Tiny G, which is short for Tiny Giants, because according to their company, they were small but would show strong choreography. As Tiny G was a hip-hop group at debut, b-boy moves were included in their dances. The first time the public was introduced to the group was through the NBC music show Kuyoja Chaksa Kunamja Chakok, which in English was known as Love and Lyrics. On that show, Jay Park and actors Lee Shiung were brought together to write a song for the future girl group. Jay Park would compose the song while Lee Shiung would write the lyrics. As the show was inspired by the 2007 Hollywood movie Love and Lyrics, there was a love line between between the two celebrities who would go on dates and get closer as the show went on. Tiny G appeared on the show a handful of times, which helped the couple to get to know the girls they were writing for. At the time, Lee Shiong was under the same label as them, so it was a good way for her to meet them. Jay Park, on the other hand, was pleased to find that the girls were a hip-hop group who could do b-boy moves. He was especially impressed with Mint, who had gone viral around that time due to a video that showed her breakdancing with her friends at at a subway station while dressed in her school uniform. People are like, wow, school girls are breakdancing subways now, huh? She was dubbed as the Dogok Dong Idol at first until it was discovered that she was a member of Tiny G. The couple seemed to be a great fit for the group, especially when Tiny G's producer asked the couple to make a track that was a fast dance song with a strong hip-hop feel. 
Tiny G's appearance on Love and Lyrics first aired on April 14th, 2012. Afterwards, terms related to the show took first place in real-time search terms on multiple portal sites. This was also around the time when they gained the nickname Mini Dolls. All of this attention was great for Tiny G because it meant that their company's strategy for them to gain attention before their debut was going well. The girls' height, style, and presence was seen as a contrast to other groups that existed at the time. However, not everyone was happy with their repeated appearances on the show. Another popular NBC show around this time was We Got Married, but it hadn't aired new episodes in quite a while due to a writer's strike. Many fans of that show tuned into Love and Lyrics, which had taken over We Got Married's time slot, to get their fill of celebrity love lines. So, when there were segments like Lee Shiyoung restyling the girls and teaching them to box, people complained because they only wanted to see the couple. They really did not get the point of the show. <laughs> Regardless, the couple was able to complete their main objective. On April 24th, 2012, Tiny G had their first unofficial stage on NBC Music's show champion with the song Polaris. Polaris is a slow, sentimental track with lyrics about fighting for your star, your dream, and with additional lines that make it seem like a love song. So it wasn't really the upbeat song that the producer had wanted, but mm, Jay Park voiced the introduction for the performance, then let Tiny G take the stage to perform with their dancers. The girls had simple choreography mixed with b-boy moves. Together with the song, it was a very sweet performance. During the taping of it, Jay Park and Lee Xiong could be seen watching the girls fondly from a distance. They were like, wow, they're on stage because of us. We did something. They were very proud of them. Cute. A few days later, on May 5th, Polaris was released online as Tiny G's first and only pre-debut track. At that time, it was said that Tiny G would be debuting with Polaris in June. Esther was great interest in the group and their song. However, over time, those plans changed. June came around, and it was announced that their debut would definitely be in July. Then July rolled around, and Tiny G still hadn't debuted. So then, at the beginning of August, it was announced that they were going to debut at the end of the month for realsies this time. Luckily, these delays didn't cause the hype around Tiny G to die down. And after Love and Lyrics, articles came out about the group that revealed their intense training. Then, after many, many months of silence, on August 8th, Jamin was announced as the leader of the group. And finally, on August 10th, the very first teaser of their debut track was released. And surprisingly, the debut track was not going to be Polaris, but instead it was going to be a song called Tiny G. And a few days later, on August 16th, their debut album, Pictorial, came out, with these pictures showing off their style and their abs, and netizens thought very highly of them. Tiny G officially debuted on August 23rd, 2012, at noon with the song Tiny G. Tiny G is a hip-hop track with lyrics about the group being confident in themselves. Lyrics include lines like, I'm small, but this place is too narrow, and tic-tac-toe, I never stop, don't stop. It was produced by former YG Entertainment producer Robin, who had previously worked with artists like Seven, Gummy, and Sistar. Tiny G's group greeting, uh-uh, let's go, T to the G, we Tiny G, was taken from this. 
Tiny G is a digital track that has two tracks, Tiny G and an instrumental version of the song. The track was complemented by their difficult choreography, which ended with Mint turning mid-jump and landing in a split. The music video for Tiny G cohesively brought the girls' performance and concept together. The group was shown challenging basketball players to a game and posing around Hummers. Tiny G's logo was featured at different points, depicting a crown over the word tiny, which was on top of the letter G that was shaped like a heart. Compared to most girl groups, Tiny G's styling during their first year was very unusual. This is because their short heights were emphasized, not minimized. They didn't wear heeled shoes to appear taller or make their legs appear longer. Instead, they wore comfortable athletic shoes. In addition to their footwear, at times they also wore loose pants and long tops. This style could also be seen in their music videos, as camera angles, sets, and props were chosen to exaggerate Tiny G's short stature. The public reception of the song was mostly positive. At the time of this recording, Tiny G ended up being Tiny G's fourth most viewed music video on YouTube with 2.1 million views, and the song was their fourth most listened to track on Spotify with a little over 66,000 plays. Headlines at the time mainly associated with them with two words, small and powerful. Even netizens thought positively of them and left comments about how their dancing skills were above average. Which, if you know netizens, you know that that's high praise. They're saying you're above average. Tiny G also received support from legendary singer Insuni. As mentioned earlier, she was in the same company as them at the time. She said that she had her eye on them since they were trainees and even called them, quote, this year's notable rookies, which is quite an endorsement because she has been everything. She is a legend for a reason. The rookie group also received support overseas from countries like Thailand, which the girls responded warmly to. From there, Tiny G's social media was consistently updated every few days and tended to make the news. Most of the time, they were selfies of the members, but there are a few posts of interest. At the end of August, a behind-the-scenes video was posted. Netizens noticed bruises on Dohi's feet and mused over how hard the girls were practicing. When a practice video was posted a few days later, netizens reacted positively to the challenge choreography. Tiny G also posted when they met famous people, like when Dohi met So Inguk, who she was a big fan of, and this got drawn out so much. Like, there was dating news between him and I think another actress, and people were asking Dohi's opinion on it because they knew that she was a fan. So awkward. I love how she handled it. She was like, good for them. <laughs> then she went on for like, life. What are they, what are they expecting? Yeah. Her to start crying on the spot? I don't get these people. I don't know what they were expecting. <laughs> Tiny G, I feel like this song is much closer to what the producer originally wanted than Polaris. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's the reason why it became the debut track instead of Polaris. (laughs) He's like, that's not what I ordered. In September, they did an interview with Newsom that let the public get to know them better. They discussed their backgrounds, how they wanted to be a girl group like the Wonder Girls, and that their goal was to be known by the public. To them, that was more important than winning first place or being popular. Also that month, they appeared on Pak Myung-soo's moving TV show on the 18th. Mint's family wealth was revealed then, which was later brought up many times throughout Tiny G's time together. On that same show, Jamin sang Joss Stone's Fall in Love with a Boy without accompaniment and people were surprised by her vocals. For the rest of the year, Tiny G participated in many events. In September, they attended the K-pop-covered dance festival and the 2012 Hollywood Dream concert. 
Then, on October 11th, Tiny G was announced as ambassadors for the SK Soul Knights basketball team for their 2012-2013 season. They were set to have an appointment ceremony and perform during halftime on October 13th. This made sense because they did feature basketball in their debut MV and they seemed interested in the sport. And also, they were just very cute. There were a lot of cute interactions. Their final activities for the year took place in Thailand. On December 14th through 16th, Tiny G attended the Thailand-Korea Friendship Festival 2012, which is a mouthful, in Bangkok, Thailand. This was about bringing the two countries together. As the group had packed schedules during this time, they didn't return to Korea until the new year. Tiny G greeted 2013 by releasing teaser images for their new album on January 10th. This was when Mini Money Mo was announced as the title track for their new promotion. Then on January 16th, they released a teaser video. However, this comeback wasn't really received as well as their debut song. And three days later, Tiny G appeared on Music Core and did a pre-release performance, which people who viewed it had mixed opinions about it. Some were very disappointed with it because they felt that the choreography and styling just didn't go together, while others thought that the performance wasn't as impactful and even a little bit boring. But then again, others really liked it and talked about how Tiny G took the top spot on real-time search terms on portal sites. And eventually, the general consensus was that Mini Money Mo was pretty enjoyable. Tiny G's second single was officially released on January 21st at noon. Mini Money Mo is a bright pop song about a girl coolly making plans to move on when she knows she's about to be dumped. She still loves the guy, but she's tired, and it looks like the end of their relationship is inevitable. Like their previous release, this was also produced by Robin. The music video for it is very colorful, from the painted rooms to their outfits. In addition to the return of oversized props, their stylist's choice of shoes and accessories also emphasized the members' small statures. Aside from Mini Miney Mo, there were three other tracks on the single. One was Let's Play, which was originally supposed to be the title track, but was switched out due to the members liking Mini Miney Mo more. The other two tracks were instrumental versions of those songs. Despite the negative reception Mini Manimo had pre-release, it ended up being one of their most popular songs. The day after its release, it rose up to 9th place on the Bugs chart and 17th on Melon's Daily chart. The song also ranked high on ringtone charts as well. On the 25th, it ranked 4th on Nate Mobile ringtone chart, 6th on the coloring chart, and at the top of the ring bell chart. Taking all of this together, people remarked that this wasn't very rookie of them. However, it also ended up being Tiny G's most viewed music video, currently at 8.1 million views, and their most listened to track on Spotify, with over 457,000 plays. A lot of people like that song. It was at this point when Tiny G came to be in the news constantly, because the public thought they were cute, even when not performing. A picture of them looking tiny in front of nine muses, Adorable. All four members being able to fit in a two-person seat at McDonald's can't get enough of it. Even the cheerleaders of the SK Knights, the team Tiny G were mascots for, covered Mini Money Mo during a halftime performance. It was also during this time that Tiny G had something else to celebrate. Three of the members were graduating from school and two were going to college. Jamin and Dohee graduated from high school while Myungji graduated from middle school. Dohee and Mint were also going to Seoul National University of Arts while Jamin was planning on following the same path later on. On March 15th, Tiny G began activities for the B-side Let's Play. 
It didn't have a music video, but was still promoted on music shows. The song is about positivity and having fun. The instrumental highlighted this, as it had elements of traditional Korean music mixed with electronic sounds. This was also the return of b-boy moves being included in their choreography. About a week later, on March 22nd, the group had a sad goodbye stage on Music Bank. Then the next day, they had a goodbye stage for Music Corps. While March 24th was their last official day for activities, they were still active during spring. They attended basketball games, took pictures with celebrities, and performed at the Dream Concert for 2013. Summer was when the group had two major events. First came on June 14th, when they were announced as models for the online RPG game Dragoness 2.0 Return of the King. Yes, that's a long title. They also sang the song Here We Go for the game's OST, which was a bright track produced by Robin, because that's that's their main producer. This was also the first time Tiny G's style included short pants, mini skirts, and heels. It made sense considering the summery theme for the promotion, but it was still a departure from their previous looks of basically casual wear, overalls, sweats. Regardless, the second major event happened on June 21st, when it was announced that Dohi was cast in her first drama, Reply 1994. Interestingly, she was chosen for the role because they were looking for an actress who had a thick accent, as she was from Chola Namdo, which is in the southwestern part of Korea. For the rest of the summer, there was sporadic news about Dohi's drama appearance, but Tiny G wasn't really seen again until September. Then on September 25th, a picture was posted on Tiny G's Twitter account of Dohi with a sexy Minnie Mouse outfit. And I gotta remember, this is 2013, so it's not as bad as it sounds like, okay? <laughs> it's if you remember the styling. It's very 2013. This was the first news of a Tiny G comeback until two days later when the official comeback photos of the members were released. And from these images, it was clear that the era of the mini-idols was over. The teaser of this promotion was dropped on September 30th, and then three days later, on October 2nd, Tiny G's third single, Miss You, was released. It's a catchy pop song about missing a guy, and then wondering... Why? Because he's not really that great. <laughs> it was produced by Red Rocket, who had previously worked with artists like Insuni and Rainbow. The styling for this comeback was very notable, seeing as it primarily had either a sexy Minnie Mouse or a cute cat type concept, and these outfits became kind of a hot topic. First with the Minnie Mouse outfits, as it included prints of cartoon gloved hands that were placed in inappropriate places on the girls, but then the cat outfits were received much more warmly, as they were really cute. Their shoes also became a big focus, as people were amazed by how well they moved around in their heels, which were basically high heels without a heel. Heelless heels, levitating heels. And months later, Jamin's red skirt also became a hot topic because netizens thought it was very stylish. So new era, new vibes, very feminine. And yet, their style still stands out. Like, when Tiny G takes a stage or someone does a cover of a Tiny G song and they appear, you know exactly who that is. You know who they are. <laughs> Like with Mini Money Mo, at first the critics didn't like it. They said the dance didn't leave much of an impression and was lacking. Remember, these people are expecting b-boy stuff. And they did no b-boy stuff this time around. You can't in those heels. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm sure if Mint was given a chance, she would have done something. But there was someone from the company who was like, Tiny G is going to change their concept every comeback. So this was like the current thing. But people were like, B-boy, please. And that did not happen. However, it was later considered cute and male fans liked it. As of this recording, the music video for Miss You has about 5.4 million views, which is their second highest viewed MV. It is also their second most played song on Spotify of over 436,000 plays. This was also during the time that Tiny G's official name for their fans was said by the members, at least from what we were able to find, because we couldn't find a reference to it any earlier than this. During a video they did for Chusok, Mint referred to the fans as Mini-Me. This is a term that is also written on their slogan banner which fans brought to performances to cheer on the girls. However, even though Mini-Me was the official name for Tiny G fans, the group rarely used this term and preferred to stick with calling them fans. It was also during this time that Reply 1994 was airing. The first episode, episode zero, was released on October 11th and viewers were instantly interested in Dohee. People who knew her from Tiny G commented that she wasn't anything like her usual bright self. Instead, she was a Soteji fangirl who swore, and people loved Loved her. She was praised for her natural acting, and her character was lovable, so people gave her a lot of attention. She had interviews, support from past actors of the Reply series, and was even featured on NBC's human documentary, People Are Good. As the show went on, Dohi was in the news more and more. This was when she said that if the show hit over 7% views, she would do a free hug event. It happened with episode 8, so she did the event, and people thought she was great. Fall ended up being a very busy time for Tiny G as they strove to get their name recognized by the public. On October 18th, they were chosen to be easy wear pajama models for the Yes brand, which wanted to target women in their 20s, showing that they're catering to a more adult age group. And in November, Mint appeared on the show Welcome to Korean Language School, and people thought that even though she had only been in Korea for about three years, she was pretty good at Korean. And 2013 ended up being a pretty big year for Tiny G all around, and things were really only looking up for the group. 2014 kicked off as a continuation of Dohee rushing off to various activities. She was also announced to be in new projects, including her first movie, Tunnel 3D. While that should have meant good news for Tiny G, there was an article released on January 22nd that discussed how, despite Dohee's success, the group had yet to leave a mark. This is kind of foreshadowing. This comes up later. <laughs> However, another article that day claimed the public was starting to show interest in the group. As Tiny G's popularity was being debated, the group was actively attending schedules as three. Although there wasn't an explanation provided, Myungji started to miss group events. She didn't appear in the group's New Year's pictures, nor at Isak, but the group was still referred to as having four members. Tiny G's first release of the year, that technically wasn't an official release, was the theme song for the children's drama Pluto Secret Society. The show was produced by Tiny G's company, which is probably also why they participated in the OST and why Dohee made a cameo in the drama. Later, on February 24th, it was announced that Tiny G would be one of the groups participating in an album to support the Red Devils for the 2014 Brazil World Cup. Historically speaking, this kind of promotion is a huge deal and shows that the group was being recognized. A month later, Dohi and Jamin participated in the OST for the NBC drama Cunning Single Lady with the song Mirror Mirror. Then, on April 14th, it was announced that Tiny G was going to do a collab with the Belgian singer Ian Thomas. At the time, he was being referred to as the second Justin Bieber. The two acts met and recorded the track in Korea that month, but didn't release it until several months later. 
And finally, on June 6th, G&G Production announced that Tiny G would be releasing a new music video by the end of the month. And the very next day, they appeared at the Cheer Up Korea 2014 Dream Concert. Which, in hindsight, shockingly ended up being the last time Tiny G appeared as four members. On June 27th, it was announced that Myungji was leaving the group to pursue acting full-time, and that the group would return as three in July. Myungji had missed events before, but they weren't really thought of as much until this news came out. And it's unknown just how long the other members and the company were aware of her intentions of leaving. But a few days later, on June 30th, the very first teaser of their new song was released. This was also when it was announced that the group would be having a comeback on July 3rd. They really like three-day gaps. They love the three-day gaps. It's just, everything just happens so quickly. Yeah. In the midst of all of this, it was also announced on July 1st that Dohi had been cast in a new drama. On July 3rd, Tiny G officially started promoting as three members with the song Ice Baby. It's a soulful track about a fiery love that cooled down over time. The drama version of the music video shows the members sadly watching as their boyfriend distances himself from them. The styling for it was very soft with white bedwear. Tiny G appeared on music shows armed with large pillows that were part of their choreography. But what did the public think of it? In general, people thought the promotion was lovely and sweet. The music video for Ice Baby on One The K has about 2.2 million views, which is their third highest. It is also their third highest played song on Spotify with over 141,000 plays. While this wasn't their best received song, it did contribute to their notoriety and filled up their schedules for months after its release, which is bittersweet as this was the last song they recorded as Tiny G. The same day as Ice Baby was released, it was announced that Tiny G were selected as brand models for an eyelash product. And this became a really hot topic because a lot of people really, really liked these fake lashes. And a few months prior, Dohi had talked about how since appearing in Replay 1994, she had about five schedules a day and was working like a cow. And these words really rang through during this time as Dohi dashed around to press event, variety shows, and even a film festival. And this is not including her drama work. So they were doing a lot. And in August, the music video for Tiny D's collaboration with Ian Thomas was finally released. The song and music video was really cute, but it was a bit jarring still seeing Youngji in it, since she's no longer a part of the group. And that fall, Tiny G members appeared at various events, including the Seoul Drama Awards, Seoul Fashion Week, and the 2014 Korea Drama Festival, where Dohee won Best New Actress. It's real cool. So, she was doing well, on the bright side. At the end of November, Tiny G's first and only subunit, Tiny G M, was introduced to the public. This subunit was a duo of Mint and Jamin who would be active in Thailand. It made sense since Dohee was busy filming and Tiny G had a good relationship with the country. On November 24th, the music video for Tiny G M was released. The only one is a sweet song sung in Thai and English that features Thai artist Nathu. The music video is fun with Tiny GM wandering around Thailand with Nathu and Dohee even appears at one point to run around with them. Even though it had the lowest view count compared to previous Tiny G music videos, it still has over 1 million views and since it was a subunit debut for a smaller group, that's not too shabby. From that point on, Tiny GM promoted in Thailand while Dohee continued working in Korea. 
To Tiny G and their fans, 2015 was a year that had so many possibilities. Even though Tiny G M was actively promoting in Thailand, their popularity was starting to spread to Singapore with Mint meeting fans and releasing a track with Singaporean artist and former Scarf member Fairlin G. While Tiny G M was starting to spread their promotions in Southeast Asia, Dohee was still in high demand in Korea for radio shows and drama cameos. However, all plans involving Tiny D's future promotions were going to be dropped within a single day due to one person. Based on the earliest article we found on the situation, on February 10th, 2015, at around 9.13am, news outlets started to report a statement by an, quote, industry insider. They claimed that after Dohi debuted as an actress, she refused to participate in group activities and as a singer. This person went on to say that she had distanced herself from Mint and Jamin. However, G&G denied this. Depending on the source, the statements differ. However, it's important to note that all of this came out on the same day over the course of several hours. This is an approximate timeline based on our research. The first response given by an official from Tiny G's company came out at 9.23 a.m. through the media outlet Newsen. The official says that she wasn't refusing to work, and then they also remarked that she wasn't even an S-class celebrity, which is pretty funny. They're like, she's not high enough to be going off like this. Making demands. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because they're like, no, like, this is not happening. At around 9.30 a.m., an official told Osen that they were investigating. TV report released an article at 9.33 a.m. that said Tiny G's activities had been temporarily suspended while insisting nothing else changed. But as we keep going, stuff does gradually change. It went from not true to suspended. <laughs> Hold on to your britches. Exactly. But then get this. Two minutes later, My Daily posted a new article that echoed the previous reports, but then also said that due to the group not getting recognition, the company was discussing what to do. Ten minutes after that, another anonymous, quote, music official, we say quote for good reason, <laughs> was reported as saying that Tiny G had decided to disband a long time ago. So these anonymous people are coming out and saying stuff like, oh no, Dohi's the problem. The group's already gone. At 9.55 a.m., Exports News said that a rep from G&G told them that due to Tiny G's music sales not doing well, their group activities were suspended due to financial troubles. See, it's still changing. <laughs> and about an hour later, another official from the company said that the group was just temporarily suspending domestic activities. And yet another official said at 11.30 a.m. that the group had about three to four years left on their contracts. So basically, they weren't going anywhere. However... The anonymous people were still coming at 1.08 p.m. A quote, this is a very long quote, official familiar with the news of the music industry agreed with the quote insider. Who are these people? We don't know. The final statement was released at 4.49 p.m. with GNG Productions' official stance being that Tiny G's Korean activities were being suspended and Dohee's schedule was why she wasn't participating in group activities. Before talking about the fallout, we want to clarify that the names of any of these quote-unquote industry insiders were never released and we didn't see any mention of journalists explaining if the claims were corroborated by anyone who actually knew Dohee, such as her members, managers, or industry friends. Regardless of the source of the reports, there were still major consequences that came from it. For Dohee, people condemned her, asking why she even bothered debuting as an idol when she only wanted to act. The accusation became a trending topic on real-time search results. 
Netizens dug into her past and brought up unrelated comments about Dohi made by her, Jamin, and B1A4's Baro, who was her previous co-star. They also dug up her middle school photos, which, again, had nothing to do with the situation. As for Tiny G, reports came out claiming that the group was disbanding. With Tiny GM, their activities ceased immediately. After February 10th, Tiny G never promoted together again, and over time, left G&G Productions to pursue solo activities. There was never an official announcement of their disbandment, so the exact date is unknown, but likely around that time. However, that's not where the story ends. Before fully diving into the members' activities post-disbandment, we don't want our listeners to walk away with the one-sided idea of Dohi and the other girls. In the document for today's episode, Oldar has written a rebuttal to the industry insider in the extras part of the script. To summarize her main point from what she gathered, Tiny G's disbandment was the result of multiple factors, and to solely pin it on Dohi means to ignore a lot of information that actually can be backed up with more than hearsay. If you want to read that, you're more than welcome to after this episode. Always check our links! We got good stuff! After Tiny G ceased to promote together, the members went in different directions. So where did they end up? A little over a week after the news, Dohee went to visit Mint in Thailand. After hanging out, she basically went back to her solo activities. She attended Seoul Fashion Week in March, then after that, she consistently appeared in dramas and on variety shows. Some shows you might have seen her on are Witch's Guard and My ID is Gangnam Beauty. While she hasn't released any solo music, she also hasn't abandoned music entirely. She appeared on The Masked Singer as Matilda and on Immortal Song in 2017. Also in 2017, she left G&G and signed with Management Goo that summer. She hasn't forgotten about her group either. Dohee has talked about how she keeps in touch with her members, including Myungji. However, she has also talked about how being blamed for the group's split was hard on her. Fortunately, she's active in the entertainment industry and maintains a good relationship with the other members. Mint was the second member to start solo activities. In early fall 2015, she was in the Thai drama Plang Tawan as the sassy guest character Run. However, she too left GNG. On April 7th, 2016, JSL Company announced that Mint had not only signed with them as a solo artist, she was going to be having a comeback that month. And they were not kidding because the first teaser for it came out a few days later. And a week after the initial news, she returned as Minty with the song Already Go Lady and the style is exactly what you would expect. <laughs> like if you've been paying attention to Mint all along, this will not surprise you. <laughs> After promotions for that wrapped up, she appeared on the show Idolmaster, which was a drama about a girl group. They released music and even had a concert in Japan. If you're interested, it's available on Amazon Prime. In 2017, she appeared on The Unit and won first place in dance. Since then, she's been active with her YouTube channel, Minty, that has vlogs, covers, and even a music video. After Myungji left Tiny G, she stayed in school, quite literally, as she returned to the entertainment industry through the show Idol School in 2017. In 2018, she was chosen as a brand ambassador for Dep Girls and a model for the skincare brand Ariel. She was also in the web drama Moodmaker. Since she was originally a child actress, it wasn't too surprising that she chose to continue with that line of work as an adult. And in recent years, she has also appeared in other dramas like Mr. Periodic and Fly Again. And in 2021, she signed an exclusive contract with AL Entertainment and is still active 
to this day. The last member to return after Tiny G was Jamin. Her last activity was a post made on her Daum fan site on May 16th, 2015. After that, she primarily only posted pictures on her Instagram to let fans know what she was doing. She finally returned at the end of November 2020 on JTBC's show Singer Gain. Since that show, she returned to music going by her real name, Shin Min Jung. In 2021, she participated in the OST for the drama Jackpot Real Estate with the song Don't Ask. Currently, she has a YouTube channel and an Instagram that she keeps up with. In the end, Tiny G was a group that delighted those who encountered their concept and their music videos. They didn't have many releases, but the ones they had were memorable and stood apart from other girl groups at the time. However, before we wrap up, we want to talk about the shadow cast by these tiny giants. Even though Tiny G's last release was in 2014, they haven't truly faded into obscurity like other short-lived groups. Their fans still exist. When doing research for this episode, I was able to find about 200 covers people had done from their discography and whenever someone would do a performance at a live event or a k-pop related event people recognized the people who were trying to be tiny g instantly like when they came to the stage people were already cheering for them so tiny g is far from forgotten to wrap up if you've listened to this whole episode and haven't actually seen any of tiny g's work we highly recommend it and it won't take you a very long time to go through it. And if you were a fan before of this, let us know what your favorite song of theirs is. But that's it for today, so JR, please take it away. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, then please make sure to rate, subscribe, follow, and tell your friends about us. If you want to interact with us, or just see more of our content, then you can follow us on Twitter, at KpopSunbays, or on our other social media platforms, which will be in the description. Also, don't forget that our next episode comes out on August 21st, 2022. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Annyeong.